What a feed. Try to get stick on stick, limit those assisting plays. Passes off. There's the cut and a goal. Absolutely mind-blowing. Terrific save. She takes it and scores. They don't make excuses. They keep believing. The woman up, they get the extra possession out of the false start. And there it is. A flamethrower from the stick. They turn. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Chicks with Sticks. I am Delaney. And I'm Ash. And we are the Chicks with the Sticks. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we are. So I'm not sure if anyone noticed, but we did miss a week. Life got really crazy. And also, Ash and I went on a little trip. It's true. We did. We did. We went up to North Country in the Adirondacks and or as Allie would say sub Canada yep I literally can't believe you guys have never heard that before never we all that's crazy everyone just calls it sub Canada that's funny like 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 northern New York yeah yeah like central uh, upstate New York like probably like New Englanders it's like all that area is always called sub Canada Interesting. And I, I like I went to school in New Hampshire and I never I feel like I never heard anyone yeah. say that. So that's crazy. Wild. Yeah. No, it's everyone. My whole life has always just been like, oh yeah, sub Kennedy. 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 Oh, but yeah, we went up to Lake Placid. There was a lot of snow. It was so pretty. I loved it. It was so nice. It was it, we stayed in an Airbnb in Jay. Um mm-hmm. and it was like it was I felt like we were in a Hallmark movie the whole time like there was snow on the ground the whole time and there was maybe like an hour each day that it wasn't like lightly snowing at least like it was it was pretty much snowing the whole entire time we were there it was amazing it was so nice like it just reaffirmed the fact that I need all four seasons in my life always and I have been so sad this winter because like at least snow makes it pretty and everything just is so dead around right. here and it sucks and there's no snow and i'm like oh my god i know like we haven't gotten a single drop it's been so weird yeah we have climate like- change- what climate change is real right yeah uh, we had like one snowstorm here that like they didn't have like there was like a day that they like high schools didn't have school um Mm. and it was like and I feel like I remember being like I bet the superintendents are really punching the air right now because it like wasn't that bad um but other than that like it hasn't been anything crazy yeah I know it's so strange yeah I like brought it back with me though because on Tuesday it snowed here and it was supposed to be really bad. It wasn't that bad. The roads ended up being fine, but all of the schools closed because it was supposed to snow from like 6 p.m. until like 10 a.m. nonstop, like 100%. So, you know. Yeah, we we also got a lot less than like expected. Well, in, in Wilkes-Barre, they, they, it was like one to three. And then where I'm from, it was like three to six, which is really annoying because yeah. it's we're further south. But like- I think here they got like three, the mountain I work at posted three and a quarter or whatever, which is probably less than they actually got. But um, 
in Wilkesbury, I felt like we actually got a cut. We, we got a couple inches, but like it had rained right before. So it didn't really stick. But um, on Tuesday, like that was like Monday night into Tuesday. And on Tuesday, I went to Montage and I went skiing at Montage. And it was like, it was like the perfect day for it because it was like kind of nice during the day on Tuesday. Um, but it it like had snowed a decent amount and it like was sticking on on the mountain and it was really nice there. Yeah. I love that. I and just. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I said I just I just think it's pretty and it's so it's always so weird to me when like the winter holidays like Christmas and New Year's Eve don't have any snow. Yeah. And it's like warm and you're like, I don't really need a jacket. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is strange. <laughs> yeah. It's green Christmas sucks. Um, but in other news, Delaney went skiing for the first time on our little trippy. Did. I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I want to go again. There's like a couple mountains that Fiona and I checked out that are like significantly closer down here um, and not terribly expensive, which was nice and like kind of insanely inexpensive, but it's just because there's not that many trails. Yeah, Uh, right. Which honestly, I can't imagine how like daunting it was to start at Whiteface. Like, I mean, like, like they had a pretty, they had a pretty good like beginner area, which was nice, but like. I can't imagine like just that was like your first experience at skiing. Like, I mean, I like I started skiing at like little tiny mountains. So like going there was was daunting for me because all I knew was like these little tiny trails. But like when all you know is like this giant mountain, I feel like it's going to come so much easier for you when you like go to a smaller place. I just the thing that shocked me the most was that when we like low key graduated from the Bunny Hill, um, I was absolutely floored at how much skinnier the trails were than the bunny hill trails and there were like 800 people and I was like I can't turn in this much time and I'm either going off a cliff or I'm running into a wall of rocks and um I'm terrified but it's fine after that did after we did the big one I did not go again that was it for me but you did it but you did it the big one yep you did it you did the big green the big green and like i mean greens at whiteface were i mean you know they're still greens but they're they're like harder than the greens at blue mountain it was definitely feeling like a 90 degree drop off so that was i know i know that was really great um yeah but you did well i think there was huge improvement from the first day to the second day so that's great yeah it all ended up being pretty decent and I'm excited to go again and I got what I wanted out of it. So I'm happy. Good, good. Yeah. And Delaney and Allie picked out an awesome Airbnb. It was like perfect place to stay in. Um, if we would have just hung out there all weekend, I probably would have been okay with it. Um, it was right by this like river that I was really convinced I was going to do a polar plunge in, but it was flowing a lot faster than I expected it to be. So yeah, it was really quick. It was like not frozen at all. Super no. fast. I had no idea how deep it was. Right. Big ice chunks floating by that would have just taken me out for sure there, but, but not, but not frozen together. Just chunks. Just, just like, chunks. right. Like, yeah. Like stabs just going across. <laughs> yeah exactly that um the town of white placid hello (laughs) not white placid oh i was like i was like what was wrong with that i get it (laughs) the town of lake placid is absolutely adorable i would love to go back there in the summer just like super cute we only saw just like a minuscule part of it um 
but yeah I loved it it was great yeah Lake Placid was awesome um we got to go to the her Brooks arena and see like all the Miracle on Ice memorabilia which was really super cool um and we got to see like there was like the speed skating rink and there was actually people skating on it like just like an open skate while we were there which was cool um and we went to this place called the pickled pig so good I cannot even explain how scrumptious that entire experience was oh my god we ate more poutine the entire like the waitress was like okay we were like can we share one poutine between the six of us like is it that big and she was like she was like it's like yeah I don't know like the plate's like this big whatever like motioning to like the size of like a little bit smaller than a regular plate like a regular plate right. that you eat dinner off of with your family. Right. I don't know why I didn't say that. I'm comparing it to a basketball. Got it. Um, and then they, she was like, oh, we were like, okay, so, you know, we'll get two if we have to take it home, whatever. whatever. She brings it out. It's like, it's, uh, it's bigger than a basketball. First, it is, no, it's, it's literally three times the size of a regular plate. Like imagine a big serving plate. It was like time two. It like the radius was like two, or no, I'm sorry, the circum no, the radius. The, circum- the radius is half. So what's the what's the, all the way across diameter? The diameter, at least like foot. two feet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was huge, huge, huge. Um, I mean, was it delicious? Scrumptious. Yeah, absolutely was. And hats off to her because she did her job. We got two and then ate the whole thing right right so, there, was, there was like there was like maybe a sliver of it left um yeah. but then we were all like okay okay we're done now that we have meals coming I have no appetite yeah exactly so good job on her that was great yeah. so um they made really good pickles as we know I'm a pickle connoisseur and I was um, really hoping that it wouldn't just be called the pickle pig like but it was it was good um they also had phenomenal espresso martinis Espresso and martini, that buttered rum toddy. thing that you got, hot toddy. Oh, Fire. it was so good. good. I like. I think I could make that at home. Oh my god, oh, it was absolutely. So yeah, and I got a I got a Bloody Mary, and it was probably a spicy Bloody Mary, which was probably the best Bloody Mary I've ever had. It was so good. I think they put Old Bay around the rim, which was just absolutely incredible. Um, it was just honestly a 10 out of 10 I don't even remember what I got oh I think I got like a I think I got brisket but I was gonna say I don't even remember what I actually got but all of our food was immaculate and the- I might have to just like I know that it's five hours away but I need to get there I know I was gonna I literally was gonna like, call them and be like hey can you just like email me your espresso martini um recipe please because it was like I've had espresso martinis before that were like fine yeah. ones that were good but that i'm like really i'm still pretty mad that i didn't get one they were so good they were unreal unreal yeah we collectively spent 75 dollars just on espresso martinis so that's yep. where we're at. yep so good yeah oh, it was all worth it and it was a it was a great trip so i'm really i'm really glad that we did that so thank you for suggesting that you know i was i was needing some stuff so right right true um yeah so now on to lacrosse um i just want to give a quick shout out to syracuse lacrosse for being number two right now period proud of your girls thanks me too (laughs) i don't know i exist but i'm really proud of them well you know it's baby steps right um are you have you started 
high school season yet? We started tryouts on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Got it. We have 57 girls trying out. And how many are you keeping? We're going to somehow. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Game time decision. Yeah. Um, Thing. That's good. We start we start practice on the sixth, which is Monday. Um, we don't have we don't have tryouts because they like it's like at prep at prep. I mean, I don't know. I I obviously you you have a prep school too, but um, like for some reason they if you don't you can like not take a gym and then if you play a sport, like you're like exempt from gym if you. Oh play yeah, a sport. that's how a lot of yeah. So like. I mean, I guess we probably could have tryouts. Um, we don't have that many, that many people. Um, so we probably wouldn't need to have tryouts. Um, but it, like, I, I have heard that there will be a lot of girls cause we, we, we can't like get a, we can't like get a number of people that we're, are going to play. I mean, now we have like a closer number, but like, we don't really know because, um, like people can just come on the first day, I guess, is how oh, they do it. I, I'm not so confusing. Ours is like sign up and let the coach know to expect you at practice. Yeah, we had an we had an interest meeting, um, but that's kind of all I've heard about it. Like it seems like the last coach left it in like shambles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty unorganized, and like the AD is like I don't I don't he's like an interim AD. He's not even like the. I mean, maybe he will be now or whatever, but like he just, he, this is his first year as an AD. It's like everyone, like it's, it's new, new players in each position of the faculty as well. So, um, I'm sure that's going to go. Keep us all updated. I'm very curious. I will. And our, I mean, our dome league went really well. So I I have high hopes for the actual team, but, uh, the organization unsure so far. Yeah, everyone at Holy Child is absolutely thrilled to be starting lacrosse season. Um, it also helps our AD is the varsity coach. So nice. Yeah, I know. That's a a solid lead for sure. Yeah, if there was like a hierarchy, I do be feeling like we would be at the top. Um, yeah. Um, and it's just great. Like all of the girls I, I was talking to, we have a, um, like liaison of like a teacher not really a teacher okay. she's like helps the ad i don't i don't know i don't entirely understand the position but she also like helps around the school and stuff and like okay. just does things like an aid or something yeah okay. and she she's wonderful super helpful and she's like you have no idea the kids the girls are just like screaming down the halls that lacrosse season is starting and i'm like yes um lost the faa um championship last year by one point so this is the goal yeah good that's so great really hype and so are we i'm i'm just excited to watch it all unfold it'll be great that's awesome good for them well i hope it goes great okay so jumping into things um this week's episode is going to be kind of similar to um our episode our last episode, how Delaney kind of went through some of the players to look out for and whatnot throughout the entire like D D1, D2, D3, etc. Um, and I'm gonna do that, but with goalies specifically. Um, so I just want oh, what were you gonna say? Sorry. That's sweet. 
sweet. Um, so I just wanted to start out by saying the amount of information about um, women's lacrosse goal- goalies like on the internet is like disgusting. It's there's like nothing. <laughs> like I I'm right. not I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or anything, but I had to basically collect all of this information like just just by looking at different teams and whatever because um the only like listicle i found um like with information already comprised was on laxgoalyrat.com um but other than that i uh kind of kind of had to just guess because I say it but this like doesn't surprise me no it doesn't surprise me at all i mean like i'm sure it's like that with all women's lacrosse um but at least I don't know when like you can sometimes find find articles with like a a list of players or whatever but like I don't know I feel like women's sports in general just gonna get pushed to the wayside which who's surprised about that nobody um yeah but uh anyway so just to start off on a depressing note um okay so First off, I'm going to start with the um final four goalies from last year. Um so we have Rachel Hall from Boston College, Madison Duchette from Northwestern, Taylor Moreno from UNC, and Emily Sterling from Maryland. Um, Rachel Hall, uh, she was a senior last year. She is now fifth year. Um, her save percentage was uh, 0.351. She allowed 192 goals last year, and she had 104 saves. Um, Madison Duchette from Northwestern, she was a senior and is not returning. So she's not playing again this year. Um, Her save percentage was 0.425. She allowed 212 goals and she made 157 saves. Taylor Moreno was a senior. She is also not returning. Um, Her save percentage was 0.503. She allowed 150 goals and had 152 saves. So just over, just over half. Um, Emily Sterling, uh, she was a junior last year. She she's a senior now. Uh, her save percentage was 0.549, and she allowed 132 goals and had 161 saves. Um, so the rankings from last year, um, I just had a I just had a couple of like interesting ones. Other than the final fours were like not, I like I I just expected obviously you know you just expect them to be the best goalies in the league and they're not, right? Surprisingly. Or maybe not surprisingly, I don't know. Um, because like if you have a really good attack, you're not gonna have the ball's not gonna be on defense that often. This is fair. Or if you have a really good defense, the ball's not gonna be in the net that often. Right. Likewise. Um, okay, so the top goal goalie last year in terms of save percentage in D1 was Haley Hunt. Um, she's a sophomore and she went to Lehigh, which is super fun because that's a hey, very nice. Yeah, PA represent. Um her save percentage was 0.543. So hers is lower than what Emily Sterling's was, but these rankings were taken before the final four games. So like they were lower on the list and then they went up when they played more games in the, in the, in the playoffs. Um, so Emily Sterling was actually second right behind Haley Hunt. Um, her save percentage before the final four was 0.54 or I'm sorry, 0.531. Um, and then in third place is Amanda Monahan. She's a junior at Davidson, and her save percentage was 0.512. Where is Davidson? Um, Davidson, I think, is in North or South Carolina, I think. Um, 
Oh, it's in North Carolina. Okay. Okay, great. So uh, Davidson College is in North Carolina. Nice. Okay. And then I just kind of, I listed where the other girl, the other final fours were ranked. Um, Taylor Moreno was at 13 um, before playoffs. Uh, so her save percentage before playoffs was 0.493. And then Madison Duchette was actually 56. Um, and her save percentage was 0.422. And Rachel Hall was 99. Um, with a save percentage of 0.347. Um, and like, I have to believe that that's just because like, you don't, I mean, I feel like not that they don't see a lot of action, but like, yeah, when you're a a really good team, you're not fielding as many shots. Yeah. Do you know what the NCAA record is for save percentage? Uh, I thought, I thought that it was, um. Oh my God! What's her name? The one who won the Torton Award. Oh, who played for Maryland? I can't remember. I thought that she had it, but I could be wrong. I'll uh, look it up while you talk. Okay, great. Sounds good. Um. Okay. So next, I have a couple of goalies um to look out for this year. Um, at Maryland, obviously Emily Sterling. She's a or a senior this year. Um, yes. So I'm excited for that because she's. I mean, she's really good. She's probably like my favorite goalie right now. Um, and then at also at Maryland, you have we have Julia Hammerschlag. Um, she's a junior. She transferred from Florida. And after her sophomore year, her save percentage was 0.371. Um, also at Maryland is Carly Peterson. She's a freshman this year. She's a bioengineering major, which I just wanted to note because um that's actually insane. I don't I don't want to I don't want to disrespect her at all because she is a freshman but I feel like that might change <laughs> or she won't play lacrosse anymore like I feel like a bioengineering major as a d1 lacrosse player yeah that's kind of wild but if I mean good for her I'm not discounting her at all but just anyone I feel like that's crazy um she's from Franklin Mass um after in high school her save percentage was 0.53 and um they they had a personal section on her and i thought it was really cute it says wants to design medical devices wants to design medical devices as a bioengineer must drink a venti ice green tea lemonade from starbucks before games the coach is like you gotta you gotta add a fun fact she's like i don't know yeah right exactly exactly um also the um NCAA records book says that the best save percentage ever sent a season since 1996 um which is when this record was set obviously the it's Chris Lindsay from Georgetown are you ready mm-hmm. guess just guess is this a man no it's a woman woman okay, okay. um Six four. Point seven two. Whoa! Holy crap! Yeah, that's wild. How many does it say? How many like in this season? In this season, she had two hundred and forty-four saves and ninety-five goals. Okay, so it's not like she played for one second and like made one save or something. Like she actually did. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
That's insane. I have never, ever heard of a goalie with over six. Yeah. Well. And she's over seven. That's crazy. Georgetown, period. So that means she's smart, too. Yeah. She probably, like, does the physics in her head to tell her where to <laughs> Where the ball's coming. Right. Um, yeah. That's crazy. In 1996, like, that feels like it'll never be broken. No. Feeling like no. Right. I mean, no one's, I mean, the, our top goalie is at 0.543, so it's not, yeah. we're not even close. Yeah. That's wild. Um, okay. Next, we have some goalies from UNC. Um, obviously, we had Taylor Moreno there. Some big shoes to fill for these for these up, up and coming goalies. Um, Alicia Nicholas, uh, she's a sophomore. She logged 102 minutes in net in 2022. So it's not like you know she didn't play at all. She did she did play a good amount. Um, she had nine saves and point her so her save percentage was 0.54 uh she's from Ithaca New York which I thought was pretty cool let's go next we have Lucy Catherine Olmert Olmert I believe O-L-M-E-R-T that's how I would that's how I would say it sorry Lucy if it's wrong um I think that's cute I I love when like people have like a short first name and then they go by their first and middle name Lucy Catherine I think that's cool yeah I think that is cool um she is a sophomore. She did not see any action in 2022, um, but in high school, she was first team All-State in 2019, second team All-State in 2018, and first team All-Conference in 2018 as well. So she's, she's got some accolades, especially in like New York. I think that's a, it, it's a big deal to like have um, any accolades, I feel like, because that's a, yeah. New York's a big state. Yeah. Real across, obviously. <laughs> New York, yes, you know, New York's a big state. City, yeah. Everything's bigger in New York. (laughs) Anyways, um, okay, and then we have Stella Harrison. Um, she is a she redshirted as a sophomore and a freshman. Um, I I just kind (laughs) of made a note as myself here. This is crazy. Can you just redshirt every year and like play in a couple games until you're like an eighth year? Like, how does that work? I don't understand. I don't fully understand that. And I, I wonder if we'll go over that in my sports law class. I'll keep you updated. Ooh, yeah. Do you, do you talk about something? I I don't know why, like, I, I never even processed like what sports law would be, but that's, yeah, absolutely. Let us know about that because even if we did like an episode on like sports law, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, because she was a freshman last year. She's a sophomore this year and she's already claimed red shirting when I, and I did these notes, like, I think a couple days before like the first NCAA game. So she already said that she was going to redshirt. So I, 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 I don't know. I think that's super, super crazy. Cause like when you, I know that when you redshirt, you can, it's like, as long as you have not played so many games or minutes or whatever, but can you, after you have like declared yourself a redshirt, can then you play a couple games or like it has to be before it? Yeah. Yeah. I think once you declare redshirt, you're done. So, okay. So I, I think, I believe she played. Oh yeah. Okay. Played, played in two games and a total of 12. She played in two games for a total of 12 minutes and 40 seconds and recorded one save. So I'm assuming that was her freshman year. She registered her freshman year after only having played two games and then her sophomore year, but she declared that before they even had games. So I I wonder if she's injured or something. She might be. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That would make more sense. 
Um, and then in her personal section, she put, she and her family help train and foster service dogs and training for support better to support veterans, which I thought was really cute. That's really nice. Um, okay, on to Northwestern, our next uh, big guy. We have um Karen Nugent. I wonder if she's related to Ted Nugent. Just wondering. <laughs> um and she's a sophomore. She saw no action in 2022 as well. Um, that's literally all her bio says. <laughs> so, like, oh. There was no information about her in high school or anything. So, or as a, you know, as a freshman or anything. So whatever. Um, moving on to Logan Lilly. She is there. Um, she is a senior goalie. Um, she was born in Philly, which is super cool. Um, and she recorded 10 total saves with a save percentage of 0.417. So she has not seen a lot of action. And okay. that is because of, um, well, cause, cause Madison Duchette was playing there. Yeah. Um, but then they also have, a, they have another goalie who's the same year as Madison Duchette, who is, um, who is returning for a fifth year. Um, and that's Molly, I don't know how to pronounce her last name i'm assuming it's la liberty because that's how it's spelled yeah um okay so molly la liberty um she like i said is going to be a fifth year she transferred from tufts um played all four years there which i i wrote down like it's not like she played all four at a top d3 and then transferred to a shit d1 school like northwestern was number four in the whole ncaa yeah i mean like tufts is a good d3 team they will win their conference a lot but like she transferred to the number four school in the NCAA in D1. Like you, and she played all four years. And then she, she was like, you know what? I'm going to do a fifth year, but I think I'm going to do it at Northwestern. Like pop off. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I know. Good for her. She has, so I'm assuming that she's probably gonna, um, although I don't know that, but I, I feel like she maybe would be a starter. She's played in three games so far. And she's recorded 28 saves and has a save percentage of 0.418. So pretty good. That is good. Um, okay, next goalie from Northwestern is Francesca Argentieri. Um, she is a freshman. She is from Syracuse, New York. She played, hey. for, she played for Salt City Snipers. And she is a... US- what, what who'd she play for salt city snipers yeah oh yeah we play them all the time because all of my girls go it's the other snipers that's funny yeah i i, re- I remember writing that because i didn't know if they were like affiliated and it was just like a different thing or whatever yeah. um okay well then screw them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um <laughs> so she played she was um usa first first team honoree and she was an All-American in 2022 for her high school. Um, next, on to Boston College, we have Emily English. Um, she is a sophomore. She played 84 minutes as a freshman, recorded seven saves, and her save percentage was um, 0.28. Her save percentage was 0.28. Um, next, we have Maddie Monahan. She is a junior. Um, she did not play at all her freshman year, and in her sophomore year, she played 11 minutes, um, recorded one goal against, and no saves. Um, obviously, we still have Rachel Hall, who's returning for a fifth year. And then we have Shay Dolce. Um, she is a freshman. She's from Darien, Connecticut. I just put that because that's my boyfriend's name. <laughs> me. 
Um, and she was the number one goalie and seventh ranked recruit, according to Isle Women. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, she uh, lettered all four years in high school. Nice. Um, and I, <laughs> I wrote, born in 2004, crying, puking, screaming, passing out. <laughs> well, she's Darby's age. That's gross. Yuck. So insane. That's yucky, yucky. Don't like that. That's yucky, yucky. Don't like that. <laughs> well, because like, I don't know. I mean. It's so weird. Yeah. I, I feel like anything after, I mean, I was born in 2000, which I know is still like young, but You're I feel like. Right. But like any, I feel like anything after 2000 is like, oh, put on your diaper. <laughs> Drum scare. Yeah, jump scare. Um, okay, and then so that's all I have for um the, our top four for D one. I think that it's going to be definitely a good year. There's a lot of we have a lot of new talent. Like, I mean, obviously, when you're D one, you're probably the best in your high school or whatever. But I feel like a lot of these um these goalies are are up for up for the challenge. I think a lot of them have. A lot of accolades and i think they're gonna do really well period so i'm excited i have always wondered like imagined how hard it must be when you go from being like the absolute best no question and then going on a d1 team and being like okay everyone is the best everyone is the best right and you're like little fish big pond yeah exactly i know um Fortunately, I don't know what that's like. Um, I was not the best in high school and I was not the best in college either. So crying. Yep. Couldn't couldn't tell you. So yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the first team I played for, we won our cha- we won our conference, but it was a pretty small conference. So I'm not I've beaten teams. Oh yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, there was, there were a couple good teams, um, but like, I think that Wilkes, the Mac is like a pretty decent conference. Like we, I know we don't win a lot of games, but like we play some tough teams. I know I, that I always think about. Cause I'm like, like we beat Kutztown every year that I played them and Kutztown won their conference mm-hmm. almost every year. It's on D2? No. Is it? think so i mean unless their lacrosse team specifically isn't but it's a state school so i'm pretty sure it's d2 wait i don't think am i thinking the wrong school i don't know i mean i never played cuts down when i was at wilkes give me a minute holding i would honestly have liked to have seen a game against like neck versus wilkes i really feel like that would have been I don't know. Interesting. Also, or like when we played, we played Casanova my sophomore year. Beat them. They won their conference. Yeah, it's it's not about it's not about winning the conference. That means almost nothing. Like um, we, I mean, would have been nice. Well, I would have well, liked a ring. Well, yeah, yeah. I have a ring. It's great, but and and nobody needs to know that the conference sucks except Allie knew, which was really annoying. <laughs> She was like, yeah, but you played in the, and I was like, all right. Okay. I forgot that you were from New England, please. Because we're all like, a ring. (laughs) Literally, literally. I didn't go far enough away, I guess. 
Um, I'm sorry, not cuts down. Keystone. Okay. Oh, they won their conference. Keystone yes. Uh, yes. How rude. Who is in their conference? I'm going to look right now. Okay. If my phone ever loads. That's freaking stupid. I don't know why I thought it was Kutztown. Wrong. Okay, so moving on to Division 2. Um, I just have the first five for Division 2 and Division 3, um, like the highest ranked goalies. Um, so number one in Division 2 at Catawba is Aaron Dor... Is that how you say that? Cata- Cat- Catawba? Yeah. Um, is Erin Dorr. She's a senior. She's played in 17 games for a total of 961 minutes. Um, She's allowed 179 goals. She's had 212 saves for a save percentage of 0.4, I'm sorry, 0.542, just under Haley Hunt from Lehigh because she was 0.543. Um, in second, we have Caitlin Lippert. She goes to Mercyhurst. She's a senior. She's played in 20 games. She's, she has played 1,097 minutes. Um, she's allowed 163 goals. She's had 180 saves for a save percentage of 0.525. Nice. Um, number three is Madeline Garvalosa. Um, she plays for Mercy. She is a senior. And she's played in 19 games, um, 973 minutes. Um, she's allowed 151 goals in, and she's had 159 saves for a total of 0.513 save percentage. All right. Um, number four is Jessica Gore from Westchester, PA represent. Um, she is a junior, and she's played in 20 games, a total of 734 minutes. And she's had 102 goals. Allow she or sorry, she's allowed 102 goals and had 105 saves um, for a total save percentage of 0. 0.507. And number five is Marissa Cuevas. Um, she plays for Davis and Elkins. She is a sophomore. Um, she's played in 15 games, 899 minutes played. And she has allowed 247 goals and has had 253 saves. That's crazy. 253 saves in 15 games. Yeah, that's um girl, where's your defense at? Yeah, I'm really confused by where they at. Um, and her save percentage is 0.506. So still pretty high for I mean 247 goals allowed is a lot, but like that's I mean, that's over 400, that's over 400 goals. Yeah. Like that's or I'm sorry, shot. Like, right, that's that's crazy. Um, okay, moving on to division three. Um, in first place, we have Maddie Medvey. Um, she plays for Widener, that's a Pennsylvania school. Yep. Um, she's a senior, she's played in 18 games for a total of 1015 minutes. Um, she's allowed 148 goals, she's had 197 saves, and for a total of 0.571 save percentage. Um, in second place, we have Morgan Elmer. She goes to SUNY Brockport. Um, she is a senior. She's played in 17 games. Um, she's played 906 minutes. Um, she's allowed 145 goals. 
she's had 186 saves and her save percentage is 0.562. Um, huh? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the, these are higher save percentages than in D1. So that's. Yeah. Um, and third place is Madison Liggett. She plays for Thiel. Thiel. Okay. <laughs> she's a sophomore. Um, she's played in 12 games, uh, 720 minutes. And she's allowed 105 goals. She's had 134 saves for a save percentage of 0.561. Um, there's not a lot of variation in these. They're like they're they're all pretty close. In yeah, they're games. very close. Um, the next is Cece Racine. She plays for Southern Maine. Um, she is a sophomore, and she's played in 18 games. She's played or 892 minutes. Um, she's allowed. 125 goals and she made 154 saves and her save percentage is 0.552 and then finally in number five is savannah rosado she plays for worcester state that's probably worcester state um just reading, <laughs> reading it phonetically um she is a junior she's played in 15 games she's played 859 minutes She's allowed 154 goals and had 186 saves for a total save percentage of 0.547. So there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of variation, I feel like, in um, who, like, the top goalies are in D1. But, like, these, I mean, like, in, I'm sorry, variation in their save percentages. But I feel like in D2 and D3, like, they're all neck and neck. They're all really close. they are extremely close. So... I think that's interesting. I want to, I would like to, I know I don't, I mean, I know I don't watch a lot of D2 and D3, but I would like to watch more this year. Same. Um, I know it's hard though. Cause it's like, they're like barely televised. Yeah. <laughs> you like have to actually keep the schedule and like, look and like find go, like you go to their, their website and like well, go to their watch the live. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which makes it hard. Right. So. And, and a lot of times, I, I mean, unless I pull up my huddle, like I can't, you can't like watch them afterwards. And like, we both, we both coach teams and um, we have games at the times that a lot of, um, you know, NCAA games are going on. So exactly. exactly. But we'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> well, we hope that you found this to be another informative um, episode where you kind of almost like not a scouting report really, but people to look out for in yeah. this season if you are interested and we hope that you are since you're here listening and we hope that you help grow the game by tuning into the sport so yeah justice for women's goalies justice for women's lacrosse justice for women's sports in general um yeah. also um happy women's history month oh true um as always you can follow us on instagram chicks with six podcast and um you can email us with any suggestions for future topics chicks with six podcast at gmail.com um i was wearing my chicks with sticks hoodie today or my crew neck today and um people were like oh my gosh you guys have merch now and i was like yeah we've had for a while <laughs> um but you can find that the link to that in our link tree we appreciate that very much and as per usual, thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.